I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to Relatable with Star. This is the podcast for hot messes who are sick and tired of fumbling their way through life and are ready to learn how to be an adult. Coming up on today's show. Do you have a friend that's literally obsessed with Instagram filters? Do they go to the absolute extreme to edit their face and their body before they post content on social media? Do you yourself prefer the way that you look with a filter versus without? What are the long-term implications of using filters and photo editing apps? What can that do to our self-esteem and to our mental health in the long run? On top of this, I'm also going to share a delightful personal experience that I had working with a brand who edited the shit out of my face and used that content to post on their social media. And let me tell you, I'm pretty fucking pissed off about that. So we will get to that. But before we do, I have a new segment that I want to introduce to you. And I just think this is honestly one of the fucking funniest topics to talk about ever. It's hashtag relatable, which is why we're all here. And that is the ick. If you don't know what the ick is, let me set the scene for you, okay? So you've just started dating someone, you're enjoying your time together, you're having a fucking ball, and then all of a sudden, the ick hits you. And when it does, it's an all-encompassing feeling. It is a point of no return. What the ick is, is when you notice something so small about someone that you just fucking hate. You're just like, I can't explain why, but you doing that tiny little thing just irritates me. It takes over my whole body and now I can't see past that. So I have some icks that I want to share with you guys. Thank you so much to the listeners who sent these in. So we're going to kick off every episode, every week with me reading out one of your icks before we get into the sexy juicy content that we have ahead and let me tell you we are starting off this new segment with an absolute fucking banger (laughs) okay i'm actually already fucking losing my shit okay okay after having sex with a guy he pulled off the condom and began swinging it around oh my god twisted in the air like a motherfucking helicopter and then he played bongos on my ass with his penis he thought it was hilarious oh my fucking god can men literally just not like i imagine it'd probably be fun to have a dick for a day but please keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times do not use your penis as a drumstick. Oh my God. Okay. If you're listening to this and you're thinking, actually, no, that sounds pretty hot. Like I think I'd be into that. Please come and let me know because to me, that sounds fucking traumatizing to have someone use their dick as a drumstick. Okay. And let's talk about the condom. Okay. First of all, safe sex. Yes, we love that. We are all about the safe sex on the Relatable Podcast, but swinging it around in the air, I don't know, Bestie, I don't know about that. I don't know if that's for me. First of all, was a condom tied up? Because what if it starts spraying everywhere? That wouldn't be good. 
that's going to be extra clean up. I hope you've got a towel handy next to your bed. I mean, they certainly don't teach you that in sex ed, do they? All right, year seven, sit down. We're going to teach you how to use your bits as an instrument after you do the deed. I'm trying to think what would be the flip side of that. So if you're a penis owner, you might want to go use your dick as a a stick on a bongo drum. But wait, don't you play bongo drums with your hands? Okay, I think we've got some some technical issues going on here. Don't you, you literally don't even use sticks. I just realized that. Okay, well, whatever drum you are picturing in your head after you do the deed, do me a favor. Just don't use it as a drumstick, okay? Just maybe have a little cuddle, do some aftercare after you have sex, but I don't think you need to go and put on a, a fucking concert with your bits, do you? What would be the flip side of that? How would a vulva owner use their bits as an instrument maybe a fanny fart I don't know okay we need to stop this conversation let me know is that a vibe for you or is that an ick because for me that is 100 oh my god 100% ick confirmed so thank you so much to the person who sent that is and guys please continue to send me your icks it doesn't just have to be about dating or about sex it can be about a colleague about a friend about a family member whoever has given you the ick it could be a fucking random person sitting across from you on the bus let me know what your icks are because i want to share them with the class every week That is enough chatting about bongo dicks for one episode. Now let's get into the proper content of today. And what we're talking about, as you already know, is filters and photo editing. Now this is something that really grinds my gears because I have seen people who are absolutely fucking stunning. I know that beauty is subjective. However, these people are arguably probably in the top tier of good looking people in the world. And I have seen people go to the absolute extreme with editing their photos, like editing the most random parts of their bodies. And what you can do with these apps is actually pretty fucking terrifying. Like you can take a photo when you just wake up, when you just get out of bed, you can go into one of these apps and you're going to look like you just had your fucking glam done by some celebrity makeup artist. And it is just so, so toxic, right? Okay. So I believe they're actually addictive. Like you get so used to seeing yourself with these filters or edited in a certain way that when you actually look in the mirror, you're like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't want to look like this. I want to look like this filter. And the conversation can even extend onto people getting surgery to change themselves to actually look like those filters. And look, maybe that's a conversation that we're going to have to put a pin in for another day. But let's focus on the filters and the photo editing. I have spent time with people previously who literally won't, wouldn't let me take a photo with them without a filter on it. Like, doesn't that speak volumes for how much of a fucked up impact these things can have on our mental well-being? And social media pretty much controls our life. A lot of us put every fucking little thing that we do online. And as I always say, it's extremely curated. We only show people what we want them to see. We're always just going to show the best parts. Look at my perfect little life. Everything's amazing. Look at my perfect face. No blemishes, no texture on my skin whatsoever. And it's just fucking bullshit. Like we're all aware of that. We all know that these people don't actually look like that. What I like to do to keep myself in check is when I see someone using a filter, I click on that filter and I go, ooh, 
What does this look like? And then you put it on your face and you realize, holy fuck, look how much this changes my face. Imagine what that person actually looks like. And guess what? The person probably looks stunning and beautiful just in their natural state, but it has gotten so deep into our heads that we feel like we can't even show up without having that filter, without our skin being a little smooth or a little bit tan. And like, it's just fucked. Like I say, no, I refuse to use filters now where I am. I have used them previously. I have edited my photos previously. I'm going to be 100% honest about that. But for the past few years, I've really been on this journey of self-discovery and I encourage you to do the same. It's all about being vulnerable and facing your shit. Like you have to acknowledge these toxic behaviors within yourself. And I challenge you, if you do use filters or you do edit your photos, stop doing it for a couple of days. See how you go. Like I said, it is an addiction. You have to push past it. It is going to be hard and you're going to have moments where you're like, oh my God, no, I just want to do it. But at the end of the day, like who are you trying to impress? If you're editing your photo, putting extra makeup onto your face or making your waist look a little bit smoother, think about the impact that that's going to have on maybe a younger person who's going to see your content, right? Because it just goes on and on. It's a ripple effect, a ripple effect, right? One person sees that and they're like, oh fuck, that's what I'm supposed to look like. I'm going to start dressing in that way. I'm going to start doing my makeup in that way. Little do they know you don't actually look like that. Okay. So what I really want you to do is to push hard and try to stop yourself from engaging in these toxic behaviors because we don't live like real world isn't filtered. I mean, you can have your bloody rose colored glasses on, right? But it's not, there's no filters in real life. And you know, the feeling of when you see someone on social media and then you meet them in real life and you're like, holy fuck, you don't look the same. It doesn't mean they look bad. They just look different to how they show up online. And do you really want to be that type of person? Because I definitely don't. Imagine how much better social media would be, how much more of a positive place and enjoyable and entertaining it would be if people were just fucking honest. I don't know if you remember this, but a couple of years ago, there was this like challenge going around social media. There was like hashtag no makeup, hashtag no filter. Oh my God, people are so brave for posting a selfie with no makeup and no filter. Like that shit pisses me off. Why does it have to be a social movement for people to get involved? This should just be the norm right? Because every time we participate in these behaviors, we're using all of these filters, like we are contributing to the issue and the cycle just continues. Again, it's a ripple effect. It just goes on and on and on. So what I want you to do is chickadee check yourself before you wreck yourself and challenge yourself to maybe just don't use it for a couple of days and then see what happens. Because guess what? The world's going to keep spinning. The world's going to keep going. People are just going to fucking move on with their life. They're probably not even going to blink twice. Unfortunately, that's the reality. Maybe they're not even going to stop scrolling at what you're doing, but this is going to be better for you in the long run. Ditch face tune. Face tune can absolutely get in the fucking bin. Like I said, the shit that I've seen people do, I once saw a friend of mine use one of these apps and I was so confronted when I saw the extent that people are able to go to to completely change themselves and change the way that they look. And I want to share with you a little story of, I worked with a brand. I went to go and do content with them for their social media and there was makeup artists there, got my makeup done, hair done, everything, feeling amazing. And the content that we did was awesome. I was like, yes, these shots are beautiful. The lighting was really nice. And then a couple of weeks later, they posted it on their social media and tagged me. And 
I noticed that they had used that stupid face app to add makeup to my face and completely change the look of it. And I saw that and I was so fucking infuriated because I'm like, how dare you? First of all, you didn't have my consent to go and do that. And it's damaging to me as a person in the way that I show up online is I'm very unfiltered. I'm very raw. I'm like, let's just show the shit that no one's talking about. And for them to go and do that, like that is honestly offensive. And like I said, it just perpetuates the issue. It just adds to it. It fuels the fire. The cycle continues. And it was a good photo. You had a professional makeup artist there. You had hairdressers there. And you still went and did that. What I don't understand what's the issue. And imagine if I was not in the headspace that I'm in right now. Imagine if I was already feeling insecure about my face or about my body. And then I see that they do that. And then what am I going to do? I'm going to go look at all the other posts and say, oh, they haven't done that to anyone else. So what does that mean about me? Like, no, fuck you. You don't get to do that. That is absolutely not okay. And that is irresponsible to your audience because you're putting that content out there and someone's going to see that and go, oh my God, I should look like that. Like, no, nobody looks like that. It looks fake. To be honest, I think it looks fucking ugly when the filters are to that extent. I need to take a, I need to take a breath. Um, as you can see, this shit really riles me up because it just, I just see, I just see how toxic it is and people get into that downward spiral and it's so rapid when it starts happening. So that's with a brand, that's an experience with a brand. And I called them out. I went straight to the dams and I was like, this is inappropriate. This is not reflect the person that I am or my personal brand. I needed to remove this immediately. So you need to be able to stand up for yourself in this situation. If you see that, don't, Don't be like, oh my God, no, I'm so disgusting. Like, no, that's not it. The insecurity lies with them. Obviously, this situation is quite unique. Not everyone's going to work with their brand and have them make them look like a fucking Barbie doll on an app, but it's just my experience. I'm sharing my experience. Hopefully you can think about yours. So you got to be able to call that shit out, man. Even if say a friend posts a photo of you two together and they edit you, like, no, no, just post the photo as it is. We're all humans. We all are living life and sharing experiences. Why do you have to create this fucked up reality? Oh my God. It makes me so, so angry. Don't go anywhere, bestie, because coming up, we're talking about what to do when you notice someone using filters and editing apps in a toxic way. And we're also taking a trip to my TikTok comments and DMs. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. If you haven't already listened to my episode on making and maintaining friendships, please go back and do that because it is an awesome app and it kind of will preface the conversation that we're going to have today about what to do when you notice someone that you care about using these apps and filters and everything in a toxic way. And I think the foundation of every positive relationship is obviously good communication. Wow. Oh my God. Okay. So communication is key. Everyone sounds corny, but Hey, guess what? It's fucking true. And if you can't have the these tough conversations with the people that you care about, you need to take a look at your relationships because it's probably not as healthy as they could be. 
because that's what friendship and caring about people is all about. We need to be able to gently guide people into the right direction when we notice behaviors that could potentially be damaging to them. And let me preface this by saying this is a conversation that someone has actually had to have with me previously. Like I said, I don't use filters and editing apps now, but I have previously. So my sibling, Kaya, actually had like a mini, not intervention, like a little conversation with me about it because I had said I was spending time with people who were really big on the editing apps, like huge and on the filters, every fucking story that they posted would be with a filter. And I had always been like, no, I'm not really into that. That's not really my vibe. But then the more time that I spent around these people, the more I started to use them. You know, you are the sum of the five people that you spend your most time with. Again, another cheesy quote, but it is true. And my sibling Kaya came up to me and said, hey, you don't really use filters, sis. What's going on? And it was in that moment that I was like, oh my God, I didn't even realize how other people's actions around me were influencing my behavior and slowly starting to shift and drift my perception of myself and the way that I wanted to show up online. So Kaya, thank you. You're a fucking legend. And I'm very grateful to be surrounded by people who can pull me up on my shit. And I hope that you're able to do the same with the people that you care about as well. So let's say you've got a friend. Let's call her Sally. So Sally, she dabbled in a little filter. Like I feel like a little gateway filter. What's a gateway filter where it just like lightly smooths your skin, you know, maybe gives you a little bit of a tan. And then you notice that Sally is starting to use the more intense ones where it actually changes the structure of her face and she's not looking like herself anymore. How do you bring up a conversation like this? Well, I think first and foremost, you always have to be compassionate. The person might get defensive or they might get upset with what you're saying, but I hope that you have a solid friendship where they will at some point, understand that you're coming from a place of love. You're not doing this to be nasty. You're not like, oi, Sally, ugly bitch, stop using the filter, you fucking dickhead. No, it's not about that. You're doing this because you care about the person, right? And the world isn't filtered. We don't have, we don't have skin smoothing in real life, Sally. We don't have these tan filters. People are just the way that they are. So let's bring up this conversation in a gentle way, but also let's be assertive in the way that we describe or communicate why these things could potentially be damaging. And what you have to realize is that the person's going to have a rebuttal. They're going to have something to say, oh no, everybody does it. It's fine. It just, I don't use the ones that are too crazy. I just, you know, use the ones that smooth my skin. That in itself is an issue, Sally. So sit the fuck down and listen to what I'm about to say. No, maybe that's a little bit too aggressive. Sorry, Sally. Love you, queen. Okay. So we brought it up with Sally. And I think it's really important to reinforce with people that they actually don't need to use this shit. Sally Queen, you are beautiful just the way you are, all of that, blah, blah, blah. But try to get the person to actually engage in a conversation with you about it. Maybe let's understand the reasons why you're using these in the first place. And I'm sorry, Sally, but the excuse that everybody else does it, it's not good enough. What did did our parents say to us? If this person went and jumped off the Harbour Bridge, would you do that? No, because guess what? You are responsible for your own decisions and that excuse isn't going to cut it anymore, babe. So once you've initiated the conversation, I guess the end goal should really just to be to encourage people to reflect on their behaviors, okay? Because at the end of the day, like I said, Sally's going to make her own decisions and so are you. So how can you gently redirect into a more positive direction, okay? You know what's great for doing that? 
following people that actually make you feel fucking good on social media. If you notice that when you see someone's content, it makes you feel shit about yourself. It makes you question your self-worth or your body or your face or whatever it is. Remove them. Remove them from your feed. You do not need to consume that shit, man. Make it a positive space for you to be. Follow people that actually empower you. Follow people that don't edit their shit. And once you start to have that level of awareness, you'll be able to call it that person who you followed for years who always looks so perfect. Maybe there's a reason why they do. Okay, we're going to put our critical thinking caps on and we're going to really see through the bullshit. And once you actually start to look at it through that lens, you will notice how shocking actually some of the editing is that people do on their photos. Like I know it's like a trend on TikTok to call out people with the, when the wall is warped in the background, like when they've tried to give themselves like wider hips or whatever, like, okay, yeah, obviously that's obvious and that's funny, but I really want you to look closely. Okay. Go to your favorite people that you follow and like zoom in, look at that and say, and think to yourself, oh my God, I've actually just realized I've been following this person for years. I've kind of felt like shit about myself every time I see their stuff. But now I know that probably isn't what they actually look like. The way that they look is absolutely stunning. They're a beautiful person and I still admire them. But hey, I'm not going to let that person influence my self-perception, my self-image, my confidence. Okay, that's what I want you to do. And Sally, if you're listening, we love you, babe, but we're on this journey together. Okay. So we've spoken about bongo dicks. Oh God, that was funny. Uh, Filters, photo editing, self-image, body confidence, all of that jazz. And we are going to wrap up on a very fun segment that we like to do at the end of the Relatable Podcast. And that is where we go into my comments and DMs on social media and pull out the most fucked up ones really and just have a good laugh and have a good chat about it. And the ones that I pulled out today are kind of on theme with everything that we've spoken about, about self-perception, self-image and everything like that. So two comments, it might actually be from one person with a burner account, who knows, but What we like to do, we like to sift through those shitty ones and bring them to the podcast and have a chat. Okay, so first up, we've got POV, Margot Robbie eats too much Maccas. If we're talking about the hierarchy of fast food chains, I would have to say I do love Macca's Nuggies. It's usually my go-to order every Saturday night after a night out. But for chippies, I'm definitely more of a Hungry Jack's girl. So my friend, please do your research before you come on my page and write shit like that. Okay, second one we've got, if Margot Robbie was fat. If you're confused listening to these comments and why is everyone talking like Margot, why is everyone talking about Margot Robbie? That's why my name on social media is Stargo Robbie, because some people think that I look like the queen. I mean, there are worse things, <laughs> not the queen, not, not Lizzie, not Lizzie, <laughs> look like Margot Robbie. Okay. There are worse people that I could be compared to. So thank you. That is a huge compliment, but apparently I'm the fat Margot Robbie. So let's talk about this a little bit further. It comes with the territory, putting yourself out there on social media. People are going to try and pull you down and pick you apart in whatever way that they can. And let me just preface this by saying that I am secure in myself. These people's comments don't affect me, but I think that there is an important conversation to have. And when people say shit like this, it always stems from their insecurities. They're hurt. They're in a place in their life where they feel that they need to go out of their way to try and bring strangers down. But the way that they try to do that is by saying, you're fat, you eat too much Maccas. Like the worst thing that you could say to someone is insinuating that they live in a bigger body. 
Why is that an issue? Like, God forbid a fucking woman puts on some weight or her body changes. Guess what? Our bodies are designed to change. You're not going to look the same for your whole life. And the way that people fucking come on social media and think that they have a right to comment on that, like, no, you actually don't. Keep your shit to yourself. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. But especially when it comes to stuff like this, nobody has the right. You should never comment on the way that someone looks, whether it be especially about their weight, because you don't know what journey they've been on to get to where they are. Okay, from one end, they could have been putting themselves through really unhealthy behaviors to look that way. Okay, or maybe they've got a checkered history, which many of us do when it comes to body image, when it comes to eating. We've done a whole episode on that, by the way. Go back and listen. Body image and self-love with Sammy Rose. But you don't know what that person's been through to get to where they are. And what I always think is, if it wasn't me that received that comment, imagine if it was someone who hasn't done the work like I have. What if they saw that? How would they feel? How would someone who is younger than me and more impressionable feel if they saw that comment? That could potentially send them into the sp- into a spiral. That could potentially push them over the edge. So next time you think that it's okay to go on social media and comment on anyone's fucking body, pull your head out of your fucking ass, okay? Because it is absolutely not okay. And I'm sorry to break it to you, honey, but I actually love myself. So people can come on there and say whatever the fuck they want to me, but it's water off a duck's back, as they say. It's all just content for the podcast, really, at the end of the day. But I really want to reiterate that if you ever find yourself in a situation where somebody comments on your body, whether it be on social media or in real life, you absolutely have the right to call that shit out when it happens and just stop the conversation. It's all about setting those boundaries. Obviously on social media, what you can do is just block and delete people straight away. Like we said, we're all about cleaning up our feeds, making it a nice, happy, positive space to be. But if that is someone in real life, put the boundaries in place. Hey, I actually don't appreciate comments about my body. You don't actually need any further explanation than that, okay? So always stay true to yourself and make sure that you maintain those boundaries because it is so fucking important in every setting. And if you're listening to this thinking, oh my God, how do how did she deal with that? A lot of people have said that to me. How do you cop stuff like that? If someone commented on my body, oh my God, it would send me into a spiral. What I believe is that the way that you look is literally the least interesting thing about you, okay? There are so many other pieces that make you what you are, pieces of the pie. You're a sexy, juicy, delicious pie and your physical appearance is just one thing. It's always going to be the easiest thing for people to attack and this is really in line with the whole filters and photo editing thing, isn't it? It's always going to be the easiest thing for someone to attack. But it doesn't mean anything because you know that other people's actions are just a reflection of their own insecurities. So don't let it get to you. Tell people to fuck off, block and delete them, set your boundaries in place. And what's your homework for this week? Homework is to try to stop using filters and photo editing for a couple of days. Just reduce the capacity, bring it down, turn it down a little bit and then see how you feel. Let me know. What are your further thoughts from this conversation? Come into the Relatable Pod Facebook community. I would love to know. Today was a very passionate episode. Wow, I've really got riled up a lot of times. I feel like I was really swearing into this microphone. But hey, 
that's the best thing about having a mic, about having a platform. I can bring light to these conversations that are important and let me know. What are your thoughts? You can find us in the Relatable Pod Facebook community. Slide into my DMs. I love it when you guys do that after an episode. I'm having some great conversations. I'm making so many new friends, so thank you. As always, guys, I'll be back inside your ear holes next week. I'll see you then. Bye. 